just another podcast. This is episode dos. We have another guest today. Uh, you could consider him an unofficial Super Heat fan. Uh, the only man keeping butter pecan ice cream in production. An old soul and a young body. Los DeCarlo, how you doing, man? What's going on, man? What's happening? I appreciate you coming on today's episode. I feel like you were the best one to have since we both share the same uh, or similar experiences with working on uh, government facilities and the people that come with those type of jobs. Yeah, uh, I'm still kind of new to it. I think I started my job in August, so I'm still kind of dipping my feet in the water, getting acclimated. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I feel you on that. Has anything stood out to you working with the government that you probably wouldn't have expected or you don't like? Um, I would honestly say working for the government is literally not what it sounds like. When I tell people like, yeah, I work for the government, I, you know, they always think it's like some big crazy thing. Like it's all, you know, it's amazing. Like it's, it's fascinating. We got a whole lot of work to do. That is the complete opposite. Like I sit at a desk and with the biggest thing about the government, we don't have really deadlines. Like obviously there's deadlines, but like they're not hard deadlines. They're, it's like, ah, oh, if you get it done, you get it done. No, granted, you know, as a project manager or whatever, you prefer things to get done as soon as possible. But it's like, even they don't have like hard deadlines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we'll yeah, have. What do you? What, they, what do you? What do you do at your job necessarily? So I'm gonna kind of keep it as surface level as possible because I'm pretty sure my phone tap feds listening out. Um, I work on communications for the uh, American uh, American government for the Air Force. So we kind of help the the aircraft be able to communicate with one one another. What do you mean? So what, like while they're in so flight, like, like during battle, or while something? they're in flight, exactly. Okay. Yeah, while they're in, in flight, battle, all that, like anything in the air, that's what we do. So we're we're we are pretty much who the people who make the communications, like the, the software that allow that people to talk to the, the people to talk to one another, for them to be able to look on their radar and find other aircrafts on there and whatnot that's the kind of stuff we're working on yeah. so i pretty much sit at a desk all day doing little things okay. that's what I, that's what my role is and you i know you said you work from home the other day do you usually work from home or are you like half and half with being on base and home nah so we um so my department we only work from home on wednesdays but they're kind of working towards giving us more home work from home days Mm-hmm. And that's partially because they've moved my department and a couple other departments across the street from the base. So we're in like our own separate building. So if anybody's ever gone to a government base before, when you pull up to the guard gate, you got to show your ID and whatnot. They got the pistols, AKs, whatever mm-hmm. strapped up. It's like a line to get in. But for us, we don't do that. We have like a regular office park like right across the street. And there's different departments all on there, but we still work for the, for the base. Um, but they're trying to bring more people into the building. So they're kind of giving us like a rotated desk thing. So while we're, if they give us more telework days, we'll be working at home while somebody else is sitting in our seat and vice versa. So if we come into our office, they're kind of sitting there, uh, sitting at at our desk, whatever. Um, So it's, it's pretty much just like kind of, kind of getting used to like the whole, you know, software development environment that other corporate America jobs like, Microsoft and Google have, you know, like the open workspace, couches and lounge chairs and all that other stuff. 
Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um. So, with that being with that being said, is there anything that has been like funny to you since you got to this lifestyle? Because the one thing that stood out to me, <laughs> one thing that stood out to me is the whole bathroom ordeal. Because I didn't know like that whole corporate America bathroom break thing, water water uh water talk, water cooler talk was a real thing. Because people really do that. I don't know if it's just like the boomer thing out of people, but I find it funny how people would like be mid conversation and go use the bathroom and then come out and act like nothing ever happened. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's a the most of the people that I work around are younger. So like I'm 24. Most of the people recently graduated college at Max. I've seen like people on the same level as me, 28 years old. Now our project managers, they're well, I'll say they're in their 40s, so they're not that old. 40s, 50s, they're not, they're not that old. But I've never really experienced that water cooler talk. Like, now I will say there are some weirdos that go to the bathroom together, like it, like clockwork. Yeah. Like, they'll walk into the bathroom together, walk out together, whatever. Yeah. But we're it's pretty lax where I'm at. Um, we'll be, because we don't have cubicles or anything like that. Um, so we're having a conversation. No, nah, so like, like I said, we moved off base when we were on base. Um, this is before I got there because I, I did an internship with them last year. They had cubicles, so everybody had their own little area, whatever. But now it's pretty much think of like a desk and you have a dual monitor here and then a little space and then you have a dual monitor right there. Like if I look and turn my head, I can see my homeboy, like my oh. coworker. Yeah. Like there's no privacy. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I didn't mention this, but I work at Lockheed. For those who are wondering, and Lockheed is not exactly like what Lo said. It's not exactly what you think. It's not like, I mean, yeah, there are some benefits and amenities with like working with them. And I guess, you know, in relation to your job, we do have a little privacy, but it is kind of weird because I'm I'm sitting next to somebody. I'll get into him later, but I, I, I sit next to somebody <laughs> and um, it it. It's not the funnest, but I mean, it's chill, I guess, because sometimes you can feel comfortable, but um, yeah, I, like I said, it's not, it's not the best feeling. Lockheed isn't like, it's cool. I'm not going to, I'm not going to trash talk them. It's, it's, it's a yeah. good company, but it's definitely like, once you get on the inside, you realize there's a lot of things that are uh, misconstrued. It's like a facade. Yeah, 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 it's like a facade because they try to they try to make it like, yeah, you know, this is a great company. And it is, but they try to make it sound like there's no wrong. Like literally, as soon as you get in, everything just goes perfect. And yeah. for me, on my first day, my first day there, I basically sat at the because we have a gate too. We have like security and all that, that you have to walk through. And in front of that is like a building where you get your ID and you know, basically the visitor center. I sat <laughs> at the visitor visitor center for a full hour because someone forgot I was coming and <laughs> on my first day and then on the first day when I met the manager I was supposed to have my first conversation with him my one of two conversations with him he yeah. said oh yeah you know I'm moving to South Carolina in a couple of weeks <laughs> oh you know I'm sitting here thinking <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like well well who's going to be my boss like how, how are you already leaving and this is our first conversation I got that just got here yeah it's, it's all types of I would say if anything it's all types of miscommunication and just slow work because oh miss that without a doubt without a doubt yeah yeah right. so 
for anyone who who's thinking about working for the government or whatever, it's all fun and dandy until you actually get involved and you get in, inside and you realize things are a lot slower than you think. Um, See, I had a I had a, a certain situation just like that. So I got lucky with my job because I did an internship with them in 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah, in 2020. Um, when I first got there, it was like probably in that first room when they gave us like our, you know, our basic documents and whatnot, it was probably 20 of us. And then they kind of split us up into our own departments, whatever where we were going to be going. When I talked to our boss, quote unquote, he was like, oh, we didn't know you were going to get here until this morning. Oh, wow. Like we we filled out paperwork, we did security clearances, whatever, like, and nobody knew, and it kind of trickled down to everybody else at that point, mm-hmm. to the point where we we didn't even have a desk to sit at. Like they didn't know where we were going to be. They were already overcrowded. So luckily for us, we have a lab that we have like a little terminals that we test stuff on and whatever. Yeah. They stuck us in the lab, gave us some computers, and was like, "All right, this is where you guys are going to be." In the lab, we couldn't have no phones, no no electronic devices. It was literally just, you go in here and you're in here. And we'll come in whenever. So we we didn't have internet access. We didn't have a computer to access internet. And that's a whole other ordeal within itself because for us, we needed internet access to be able to fill out paperwork to get internet access. Like So it was a whole, what they called it was a whole game of hurry up and wait to kind of be able to get things going and being able to move. Now, luckily doing the internship got me to, to a point where when I started my, when I started full time a year later, I didn't have much of a, a issue, but if I didn't do that, I probably would have still been going through stuff to this day. So what did you do in your first day? Cause for me, um, with the whole like desk thing, I didn't know that was like a thing until I think my second or third day. And I went to, I went to something. It was it was related to orientation. I, matter of fact, I didn't even get to go to orientation. That's a whole nother ordeal. <laughs> so they just literally saw me and was like, yeah, he's good. So I missed orientation. Didn't even go to orientation. And I got my desk. And basically the very first day I was supposed to, like the first week is supposed to be kind of smooth. You go through orientation, you go through all this other stuff. And you don't see your desk until the second or third day. The very first day, within the very first hour, I was already sitting at my desk. But I didn't know you don't it's it's not common for you to get a desk and all that on your first day, your first week. So what did you do on your first day? So for us, I'm trying to remember. So my first day at my job or when I was at the internship? Because it's kind uh, of different. Your first, no, your first, your like very first day of your work. So for me, I already, I'm trying to remember. I already had a day. They told me where I was going to, they told me where I was going to be temporarily. Because like I said, they were overcrowded. And I think that was the desk of some girl who was there interning. But the way our program works, once you intern, you can pretty much start working full time whenever you graduate. So they gave me the desk. It was like, oh, you're going to sit here for now, whatever, whatever. And I, I had internet access. They, Because I, again, worked with the internship, had internet access. I was already in the system. I didn't have much of anything to do. So I had some documentation that I remember saving that kind of gave me a refresher from um, the internship. So I pretty much just worked through that until they gave me some tasking. So like I said, if, if it wasn't for me doing the internship, I probably would have been in the same boat as you. Mm, okay. I've probably you, been doing the exact same thing. Did you do any type of like training or anything? Like they give you anything to keep you busy? Uh, in the meantime, no. Cause I, it was pretty much, I got there and I asked for something. Cause I remember what I did before 
but I was like, I don't remember how to do it or anything like Wait, that. You asked for work? Remember. Um, it not necessarily work, but there was like a training document that they created um, when I was at the internship. So I asked, oh, can is this still accessible? Because I really don't remember what I'm doing. And they're like, oh, yeah, it is. So they just sent it to me and I just kind of ran through that, practiced a little bit and got, got back in the field of things. And then um, I was kind of back. But then they kind of assigned me. Um, they kind of assigned me and the other guy that started with me some something to kind of create training material for the interns to kind of like take a take the stuff that we're doing and dumb it down a little bit so they can be able to understand a little better. Okay. So just pretty much to create like a like a uh, a source like some source of documentation for them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, for me, they kind of they I, I guess you could say they kind of had a good way of keeping track of um old things or just they had a good way of keeping track of things to keep me i guess up to date or, or like keep me busy but like i said within the first week i was practically already working and um i guess this will say this will be a good segue to the next part my 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 lead i i just kind of find out he's my lead but there's only technically two of us in this department that i'm in but i'm considered the core me of um i what i say the whole time no I, i'm the core me of f22s and f35s and all this other bullshit. so okay what i do is like a, a lot of the nitty-gritty of things i deal with like lasers and, and just supporting operators and all that stuff actually the first week of being there i'm being told that i'm doing this position i'm doing uh corrective action and i was like okay i don't know what corrective action is but cool next mm -hmm. day i'm being told you're not doing corrective action anymore you're doing this damn i flipped okay. you around already yeah i was like all right you know okay <laughs> i guess i i didn't get committed i wasn't committed to the first position so cool and then this mm -hmm. old ass white guy i've i've posted on my story before on instagram this old ass <laughs> white guy he's not really old but he's he he comes up to me and he tells me like you know i'm from washington and all this stuff and i'm like I'm, I'm kind of confused because I didn't really ask him for anything. I, I, I didn't ask him for like no information about himself. And he's just kind of spilling his spilling his life story to me. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. You know, nice to meet you. Now I asked him, like, you know, who are you? Like, what, like, what do you want? Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, I'm you're gonna be working with me. So I'm like, oh, well, that's just fucking dandy. So <laughs> kind of like he kind of he 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 starts off kind of chill. So I'm thinking, all right, yeah. you know, nothing crazy. Nothing major. He's, he's just another white guy. And I'm starting to realize who I have in the office with me. I'm starting to get acclimated with like all the young people. There are some young people. Lockheed mm -hmm. does, the Lockheed, uh, the Lockheed uh, location that I work at has a lot of old people, but it has a lot of young people too. So you can find the best of both worlds. It just so happens that I was like only seeing old people at first. So that's the only thing mm -hmm. I was talking to. I was talking to these people who are like boomers, 40 years old, 50 year old, 60 year olds. So I'm following him around like I'm his son and he's kind of mm -hmm. he's he's kind of giving me an overlay of what may need to be important. I'm like okay, this mm -hmm. is what I need to know, this is what I need to see. So now I'm a month in and he's telling me, "All right, I need you to do this." And I'm thinking, "Okay, well, you've never taught me that." So then we get into 2 months. He's saying, "Okay, now you're good with that, right? Okay, now I need you to do this and this." And I'm like, okay, I think I can do it, but you've never taught me this. I can't, yeah. He's supposed to be teaching, he's supposed to be teaching me this because 
like I said, it's technically only two of us. So before me, before I got there, it was only him who was doing everything. So <laughs> he's saying he the 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 rumor or like the not the rumor, what is it? The uh the the long the long history of my position, people come <laughs> and stay max for a year and leave. He's been there now for two years and he's seen like three people before me. So I'm thinking, damn, damn like what, what's what's the issue? Also, yeah. mind you, he's he's finding out that I'm from Florida. So he's telling me, Oh, you won't be here long. And I'm like, I'm Some like discouraging shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you know, damn, like I might not be here. No long. I might not be here because of you, nigga. So, <laughs> so he's saying all this stuff, and he's just like, Yeah, you know, there's been people here before you, and they they moved on because of this and that. And he's just giving me the whole spill of things. He's talking to me yeah. about his kids. He's like, you know. Just getting way too personal. And I'm again. I'm thinking yeah. like I I didn't ask about none of this shit. I didn't ask about Tommy. <laughs> I didn't ask about how your wife is. I didn't ask about none of that. He's telling me all this, and then he's getting all comfortable. He's smiling my face. He's like happy to see me. He's trying to tell me jokes, and like I'm I'm. <laughs> you already is, gave me a sour taste, dude. Yeah, bro. This is a whole new. This is a, this is a whole new environment for me. So yeah, I'm like I gotta like. I gotta play it cool. I gotta, I gotta act interested. I gotta act like I've been here before, cause I really don't care. And they're gonna see it on yeah. my face, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that nigga Rob. Yeah, you gotta get rid of him. He, he's not doing his job, bro. He's, he's not here for the real shit." Bounces as yeah. I'm like, okay, just, just play your part, Rob. Play your part. Well, I play my part too fucking well, cause now he's, <laughs> he's coming to me. He's like, he's starting the day off talking to me, and I kid you not, I would come, I would come in at six. When I first got there, I started coming in at 6.30, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I come around the corner. I don't even get to sit down at my desk before he's like, all right, you ready to go? I'm like, damn. Like, That's gang now. I can't sit down. I can't even get <laughs> my email. can't even open my computer. So I'm starting to get annoyed. I'm like, and he's telling me at the same time, like, hey, you're coming in a little late. I'm like, okay, say no more. You don't got to tell me that. I'll come in. <laughs> I'll come in earlier. So not yeah. only do I get in, like, I, I started coming in an hour early. That's why I got there at like 5.30 because mm-hmm. one, I was tired of seeing his ass when I got there. And two, mm-hmm. I could get a whole hour before he got there to myself to do whatever I want, whatever I please. So mm-hmm. um, he, I guess he, I guess he starts getting annoyed with that. And he ends up telling me just last week, hey, you're coming in too early. Do you mind changing your schedule? So you can leave a little later. Now, when he's telling me this, I'm not, I'm not really understanding the reason. And he's not my boss. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, he's got, he's really got some audacity. So I say, no, nah, I can't really change my schedule to that time. The best I can do is this time. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah. And as I'm saying that, I'm like, oh, I'm not really going to do it. Like, why would I? I just want to see his reaction. Yeah. Like, why would, why would I actually do that? So yeah. then he tells me that what was that? That was like last week or two weeks ago. And he mm-hmm. goes on his little vacation. He didn't, I didn't really see him. Goes into the weekend. I don't, I come back. I don't see him. Everything's chill. He's gone. He's gone for like the first two days of the week. Wednesday comes around. He comes back. Mm-hmm. And I guess he got annoyed at the fact that I didn't listen to him. And I still was beating him. Cause I was like, I, said, I was beating him by an hour. I was beating him to work mm-hmm. and I was leaving an hour or two earlier than him. Mm-hmm. My boss gets at me. And he's like, hey, Rob. Says the same exact thing. 
literally the exact thing my coworker said, but he didn't say it as if my coworker went to him. So I'm thinking, damn, is this real? Like, are you really trying to, I'm being punished. I'm being punished for coming in too early because I'm not only coming in before my coworker, I'm coming in before my boss. Cause I'm coming in like, I'll come in at like 5.30 sometimes, sometimes 4.45, but I see my boss. I will see my boss pulling up. So I know I beat him. So mm. now I'm being told I'm coming in too early. You need to dial it back. Well, now I don't know what to do. because I ain't never heard no shit like that before. Exactly. Like. I, never, I, <laughs> I kid you not, I've never heard anything like that before to where not only my coworker is telling me I, I'm coming in too early, my boss is telling me I'm coming in too early. So I'm, I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know what to do with this. Like, see, see, that's that's the thing. It's shit weird because, like, for my situation, it's completely different. Dave pretty much told us we can come anywhere, we can come in anytime between six o'clock and nine o'clock. So, if I get in at six, I walk out of that building at 2 30. If I get in at because I tend to get in there anywhere between 7 30, between 7 30 and 8. And you work, if you I get work, in at you work eight hours, right? Yeah, eight hours, and then we kind of get an hour lunch break. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you get do you get that hour lunch break within your time or no? I I think I tried to break the the, the math like do the math down one time, and I think that's why. Yeah. So if you're working eight hours, a nine to five is what? So if you get in at nine, you get off at five. That's ten, eleven, twelve, one, two, three, four, five. That's eight hours. So yeah, if you come in at nine, you're supposed to really get off at like five thirty, six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And see, so that yeah, it's kind of worked in. Yeah, see, for us, like he, we're supposed to work ten hours, and mm-hmm. I come in at five thirty, so I can leave at three thirty. But I also drive thirty minutes to my location, so that's why low key I try to get there as early as possible, so I can leave as early as possible. I don't want to be mm-hmm. out and about at five thirty, six o'clock. So mm-hmm. and then, like I said, on top of it, we work ten hours, so I work from, like I said, five thirty to three thirty. So that's com- like mm-hmm. between me and you, that's how we can completely differ but what were what yeah. you saying about your your schedule so i i can't i kind of come in at 7 30 and if i get in at 7 30 i'm supposed to get off at four mm-hmm. and that's just that now granted between you and me and the podcast and i'll be, I'll be walking on a little early so yeah, i've been same same because 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 for us like one thing about me that they kind of like was a plus to the job they gave us complete we can get overtime and comp time as much as you want so overtime you get paid a little extra if you work comp time, you get more PTO. So if I work an hour comp time today, I will get an hour extra of PTO when I, when I get my check. So what I used to do, I used to, when we were able to work comp time, I worked 10 hours of comp time of pay period. So that's five, that's one, uh, one hour a day. And then that's for 10 days. So five this week, five next week. I come in at 7.30, leave about four, 4.30, put an hour comp time in. When I get my check, or when I get paid, I get an extra 10 hours of PTO. I've been, and I'll sit there and I'll save it up. So when it's time for me to go on vacation or whatever, instead of me burning my annual or my sick leave, I got this other little bit of time I got right here. You feel me? Yeah, no, that's, that's what I used to do. Yeah. But like that, but when they took that away from us, I'm like, there's no point in me coming in early. Like, when we're coming early for so I can just sit there and do nothing. I'm going to come in later and I'm going to leave at four o'clock. It don't make we, sense for me to stay we here. We don't have, I don't even know what comp time is because we don't get that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for us, it's kind of like, they're very, but like, they're kind of low-key strict. Like, I don't yeah. know, they're weird because they're low-key strict, but they're not strict. 
Because yeah, everyone everyone says, I mean, not for me, but everyone says, oh, just do your 10 hours, just do your 10 hours, you can come in whenever. Just don't come in like no crazy time, like 10 o'clock or something. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking I, I should have no problem being able to come in if I wanted to at 4. Th- there is actually a guy who comes in consistently at four o'clock in the morning and leaves at like two o'clock. No one said anything to him. But for some odd yeah. reason, I come in at 5.30 and niggas are looking at me like I'm fucking, I'm coming in at 10 o'clock and leaving at two o'clock. So I don't know. I really think it's got to do with your coworker because that, that's the only reason. It should oh, yeah, really yeah, be an definitely. issue unless your coworker snitching and tripping about it. But he just wanted, he just wants somebody to hold his hand. That's what yeah, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, and like, that, and that's another thing too. So I told him the first time, yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm not feeling my coworker. I'm not feeling him. But again, he's supposed to be my yeah. lead. I don't really consider him my lead because there's really only two of us. And there's times where he's telling me to do something. And I tell him, I don't know how to do this. You never taught me. And then he yeah. looks at me and says, well, damn, I don't know how to do it either. So <laughs> he's no he's no lead to me. We're damn near coworkers. I call him my coworker. Yeah. He's, not, he's nothing higher over me. But um there's times where i'm telling I'm, I'm going to my boss i'm like hey like i'm not feeling him he's like oh well yeah. what is it and i try to i try to be professional because if you know they see a, a black guy a new guy coming at the boss and mind you the boss is new too because the mm-hmm. other like i said left he, he literally left within weeks. <laughs> nigga said i'm sliding <laughs> yeah so the new boss is seeing this new employee black mm-hmm. just come up and say he doesn't like someone they gonna they gonna take a certain way. You. Yeah, they gonna yeah. take a certain way. So I'm I'm I do my best to keep a persona. I smile at everybody, I smile at everything, and I don't say nothing. So every time someone sees and thinks about me, they're just like, oh, that's the guy who smiles a lot, who's always friendly. Cool guy. Yeah. yeah. So when I came to this dude, I'm like, I'm smiling, trying to be polite, and I'm just like, straight up, I just don't. I, I the communication ain't there. He ain't really doing his job. So I'm thinking he's gonna. I'm not thinking he's gonna put me in a new position, but I'm thinking he's gonna like. Just settle it, right? Yeah. This guy, the boss, ends up telling my coworker. <laughs> he ends up telling him. So now my coworker. Now I'm thinking if he's going to tell him, he's going to like get him straight. But for some odd reason, my coworker takes that as let me talk to the let me talk to this guy. So he, he <laughs> pulls me to the side. He's like, hey, so I I got worried that you went to talk to uh, my boss about me. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I went. I went and talked to him. I was like, we th- we talked about this and this and this. He's like, yeah, yeah, I said it. He's like, well, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, well, you don't communicate. You don't you don't say what you gotta say. I gotta find out. I gotta literally punch it out of you. Like you don't give me what I need. I gotta fucking get there and find out that I'm late. He's like, oh, After well. fact. yeah. He's like, oh, you know, I, I understand. You know, maybe maybe it's a personality thing or something. And I'm like, it's a, you're right. It's entirely your personality. So. He's saying all this, and then he's he's trying to make light of it, and I'm trying to make light of it. I'm not trying to again. I'm not trying to like promote it to like this aggressive conversation. So I just I just say okay, just communicate yeah. better next time. Well, literally the same day, he starts micromanaging. He starts he starts trying to tell me like, oh hey, are you going to do this or hey, so and so needs help with this. You should go and do it. And I'm like, I don't. That's the thing. Like a lot of these bosses or project managers, whatever they they confuse communication with being an ass. Like I don't need you to. I need you to. If you need something, let me know. But don't hover over me or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah. And th- and that's what that's I was trying to tell things. him. That's what I was trying to tell him. 
And he literally took the conversation and just threw it in the trash and was like, I don't even do that shit, nigga. You, you tripping. So I'm like, no, bro, like you're not communicating. Like when I, when I when you're asking me to do something, I tell you I don't know how to do it. And you still say, like I can, like I said, I can literally tell him, hey, Jess, I don't know what you're asking. What do you want from me? Oh, like it, <laughs> he'll say, go, go help them out. Go this email I just sent you, go help them out verbatim. I'm thinking, okay, Jess, what do you want me to help him out with? I don't know what I'm helping. What am I, who, who am I helping? Why am I helping them? What am I helping them for? Oh, Give me some context. Yeah, he was like, oh, well, just go over there and talk to him. Well, Jess, I still don't know what the fuck they want. I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, so you want to go over there together? And when, every time he asks me that, I want to say no, because at that point, why am I going, like, this should be a job for you to be honest, but I'm still learning. So I'm just like, okay, fuck it. I'll go with him. But yeah. Um, yeah. My, 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 my lead, my coworker micromanages a lot. He does that type of stuff a lot. And I'm kind of confused because some people I've talked to, some people say, yeah, I had a micromanaging boss or I had a micromanager who was above me, or I had a racist boss. Yeah. Do you, do you deal with that in, in your, like your government role? I don't know if that's like a so- thing or just, corporate American thing, but I I feel like there's some type of entitlement and audacity to that role. It's actually very funny you said this because it's um I had a kind of similar situation, not me personally, but with one of the interns with, that I interned with last year. So to answer your question, no, I've never really seen it. Now granted I've also lived I I work in rural Georgia. So that's anything I consider anything outside of Atlanta. So I live in like an hour house, hour and a half south of Atlanta. Ain't nothing but country folk, whatever. First time I seen a gun in a store was like somebody holding a gun on their hip. It was in Target out here. And that's when I found out about open carry laws. Well, now I knew about open carry laws, but like that's when I like witnessed it firsthand. Cause I'm from Miami. Dude got, I'm in Target in the, in the damn shampoo section. But he got a pistol on his hip. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Confederate flags and shit all over the place. Um. But at the internship last year, it was in our department. It was me, O'Neal, Cassandra, and this guy named Chris. And oh I went to God. FAM. Child, probably won't even hear it. But I went to FAM. O'Neal went to UCF. Cassandra went to UGA. And it's something about them boys who go to Georgia Tech. Something about yeah. them Georgia What's Tech that? boys. I heard about them, them Georgia boys. They, Georgia Tech boys think they better than everybody, from what I've understood. But when you've, if you've ever had a conversation with this kid, you would really like, you would think like this guy's insane. Like this guy really is, he thinks he's that guy. Um, so he he used to come in. At first we were all coming on time, whatever, cool, and whatever. What we got to do and get up out of here. And I'm not going to lie, we used to fall asleep because again, we were in the little conference room in the lab. It used to be cold to tell. And if there's no supervision, we're sitting there sometimes and just fall asleep, cool, whatever. Uh, it was in the middle of COVID, so they put us like on a COVID schedule. So we had to be there at like 6.30, but we got off at like 2 or 2.30 or something like that. So it was like a nice little sweet schedule. Me and O'Neal would get there on time, 6.30, sometimes 6.45, but we'll be there, right? Take a little nap when we get there, cooling. This dude, Chris, used to walk in 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, go take a two-hour lunch. Damn. Don't come back from lunch. Take a two-hour lunch, come back, go to sleep. Like, and he's like all over the place and he'll come in. We had our laptops, but he'll be playing solitaire all day. Now, granted, when we come in, we'll be playing around a little bit, you know, take a nap, play a little solitaire, but we still get our work done at the end of the day. 
this kid is tapped out in a blanket or he just don't come back for lunch. And a lot of times there's somebody will come in nine o'clock. Hey, is Chris here? No, nah, we haven't seen him yet. He's strolling in casually 10 o'clock and sit down like nothing ever happened. Buddy, you, we, we've been here for four hours, bro. What are you doing? So at the end, like they do like a little exit interview with us. Like, to, cause like I said, we have the internship and if we like the internship, if we want to work during the school year, we can, they let us do that. Um, but we'll still be interns throughout the school year. But if we want to um, have a full-time offer, they'll put us on leave. If we don't want to work during the school year, but we want a full-time offer after we graduate, they'll put us on leave without pay. And when we're ready to graduate, whatever, send our transcripts, boom, converted to a full-time employee. So they did our the little exit interview, whatever, whatever. And then, boom, that's it. So it was Chris's last day. So he went, did his exit interview, and next thing we know, he's grabbing his stuff and he's leaving. So I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, the boss is like, yeah, we're doing his, I'm doing his walkout process. I said, oh, does everybody have to do that? And he was like, no, not everybody has to do this shit. Apparently, an hour later, we get an email, and that's from our boss boss. He's pretty much saying, let's just, I'm going to just give you a quick rundown. Chris pretty much says, you guys don't micromanage me enough. <laughs> you guys, nobody's checking me when I'm coming in late. Nobody's saying anything about me taking a two-hour lunch. Nobody's this, nobody's that. Nobody's saying anything about me going to sleep on the clock, whatever, whatever. So I take advantage of that. And the boss is like furious at this point because he's like, listen, we're all adults. We know what time we're supposed to be to work. We know what time we're supposed to leave. I shouldn't have to be a nobody behind about anything like that, whatever, whatever. da 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 And like everybody was just sitting there at a loss for words because I have never in my life ever seen anybody ask to be micromanaged yeah i've never never <laughs> never so when some kid is telling me you're not micromanaging me enough i'm like maybe you want somebody to be fucking with you when you're trying to do your work like this is a chill job like you know if you want to skip out an hour early you could do that but you want somebody to actually sit in there and play in your face all day like oh uh where's that expense report or oh uh did you do that thing i actually oh uh hey come with me to this meeting da, 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 da. this is what you want nobody wants that yeah i want to be able to here, here's your assignment. Let me know when you're uh, here. I need this by Friday. Done. That's it. Don't talk to me about it. Uh, we shouldn't have to communicate about that until I have to ask you a question. There shouldn't be a consistent all the two, two, every two seconds. Oh, what's the update on that? If we, the way my, my project works, we have, they call it, uh, if you ever used Azure boards or whatever, we have like sprints. Um, and that's like all this project manager, you know, planning out assignments type thing. We have, we have sprints, and the sprint lasts two weeks. We'll have the, the sprint preparation meeting at the beginning of the sprint, so that Monday. And then at the end of that two-week period, on that Friday, we'll have like a kind of recap, like, okay, what did we finish? What did we not finish? What needs to be carried on to the next sprint and whatnot? After that, that's it. We, there's no meeting in the middle talking about, oh, uh, how's, how's your progress going, whatever, whatever. That probably we, we talk about at the beginning of the week, at the beginning of the sprint, and the end of the sprint, and that's it. Because again, we're adults, like there's no need for us to be conversing about this unless we have any questions or need any assistance. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I personally have never endured that or had to deal with it, but I've seen it firsthand. Somebody actually tripping about somebody being in their business every two seconds. Yeah, yeah. And I will say from as a little side note from what you were just saying about like Georgia Tech boys. I don't know what it is about the West Coast to the South. Because, you know, everyone says, oh, you know, Southern 
hospitality and everyone's nice in the South. That is a fucking lie. All right. Yeah. Everybody in the South are just racist. I have never been, I have never walked somewhere and felt like kindness. As soon as I got to California, I'm talking about the first step I took here and did something, went to a store, or whatever. I don't know if it's just people are more like eager to talk to you or they're just more opening to a conversation, but people are really nice out here. Now there are Believe some, it, I heard that. Yeah, I'm gonna heard say, that there, are, there are some loose nuts that will, you know, get out of, get out of whack. But for the most part, people are really nice and really open to talking to you or helping you out here. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that. I was expecting people to be kind of like, especially in LA. And there are, like I said, there are some people who act weird in LA, but I was expecting people to be like, get out of my fucking selfie type vibes. Like you're, Hey, you're in the fucking way, bro. <laughs> and no one, no one's, well, no one I've met is like that. Everyone that I've met, either they're like, they'll, they'll see like your, your socks and be like, Oh, nice socks and start a conversation with you. Or they'll ask you about like your tag on your car. Cause like I have a, you know, fan you tag. And also mm-hmm. another thing <laughs> I got pulled over to by a cop for cutting him off. I didn't get a ticket. Shout out to him for not giving me a ticket. <laughs> but he, he told me, he was like, you need to, you need to get your tags changed. Yeah. I'm not getting my tags changed. Cause I just got my family tag, but someone saw my tag and tried to strike a conversation hey. with me because they were like, "Oh, it's not, it's not like the California tag. Like I've never seen that before." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm from Florida." But people out here, people yeah. out here are really nice. People out here really want to talk to you about nothing, and it's it's kind of I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't expecting it. And um, another thing, Lockheed. If anyone's listening to this and wants to work at Lockheed. My number one advice, but you didn't hear from me, is lie. Just lie your ass off. If they ask about your GPA, lie. <laughs> Say you got a 3.5 because they They're don't check it. They don't check it at all. They don't check your transcripts. Now, I can't say for all locations, but if you see Palmdale on the map and they're, they're saying they're hiring for your position, apply and lie. Apply. Make, apply. make your shit look like it is the best thing you've ever seen because they're not going to check it. And they hire literally everybody from all the, all over the place. They've hired somebody, myself from Florida. They hired somebody from Alaska, all within the same week. So, God damn. yeah, do not do not do not be discouraged if you're like, dang, like you know, I'm not I'm not looking too good. Again, I can't say this for every location, but I know for a fact Palmdale and maybe Texas will take you for what you are if you show them or you tell them like, yeah, I'm an amazing student. Florida, I don't even Florida, care. They're very competitive and they might actually try you. But yeah, that's all I had to say about that. But um, <laughs> going back to coworkers, are there any um are there any coworkers that you've like you found as your favorite? And are there any coworkers that you're like, I gotta stay away from this dude because every time I'm around them, either something bad happens or I'm constantly getting like some work or something. If we're being honest, like since like the people that are on the same rank as me because um we're all i'm when i started working there i don't know if anybody knows the the, the scale when it comes to government positions but i'm a gs when i started i was a gs5 which is pretty low Mm -hmm. and then six months i got a promotion i'm a gs7 now in august i'll get another promotion i'll be a gs9 which is pretty average for everybody in my like all the young guys in my area um everybody's cool now the guys i sit around they i've actually kind of clicked with them because um two of them well one of them got a promotion not too long ago 
Um, but two of them are black. One of them, the other guy, he's uh, he's white, but he goes to FSU. His parents are the DeBrunners. Oh, really? Which is actually crazy. Yeah, it's actually very wild. I said, when I was at the internship, I was like, I saw his last name. I was like, hey, are you, you know, such and such a son? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't like such and such. <laughs> like, like you're not, you're, your parents aren't that cool. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I hear that a lot, whatever, whatever. But he's a cool ass guy. But the other two guys are black. One's from Fort Lauderdale. Um, the other guy, he's from, he's from New York. Um, oh my God. those are my homeboys. On a weekend, we be hanging out. Like we'll go to the. Now, granted, they're older than me, so I think one, my homeboy Don, he's twenty seven, I want to say, and then Jeff, I think he's twenty eight, and then the other guy that we met that's cool with them, his name's Lavelle. He's turned. He's twenty eight. All three. Those are my dogs. Like I'm watching a game right now. We chopping it up in the group chat. You know, talking sports when we go to work. Chopping it up, talking sports, talking basketball, talking, talking, talking sneakers, all types of stuff. Like, I don't have that many friends. Like, those, these are my friends that I made out here. And if it wasn't for the job, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have met them. Yeah. Because it's like, where I'm at, it's like a real, again, rural Georgia. So it's really a lot of kind of country, a lot of white, whatever. Now, granted, there's a good amount of black people here, but I will say it's harder to make friends when you get older. Like, listen, listen, I'm going to just use that shit straight up. Yeah. When you get into the adult world, making friends is very difficult. It's about meeting them. Where are you going to meet them at aside from work? Like, if you're hoping to meet make friends at the bar and stuff like that, good luck. Meet them at a the bookstore, good luck. At the courts, good luck. You know what I mean? It's not as easy as it is when you were in college. Yeah. And I will, um, I will say, um, with the whole age thing, <laughs> once you once you actually leave school, anything like if you leave school at 22 anything before like 29 it's all the same age they're all relatively yeah you'll find somebody we're all pretty much at the same at really the same just, rate point in yeah, life they'll be they'll be the same age as you or they'll be like 28 29 they'll be like five six years older than you and it feels like they're the same age as you i will agree about the whole like friends thing because I, i'll be real i'm not really going to the club like that i don't like there's a lot of things you can do out here, but a lot of it deals with like partying. And I don't, I just don't really like mm-hmm. partying. I don't really like going out and having to worry about where I'm going to park, how many drinks I can have. Yeah, the, yeah. The organization to it, especially since it's a bigger city. It's not like you in Tallahassee no more. Yeah, exactly. Where you can and get away with stuff. Actually, I live in the suburbs. So I live in like, like literally the valley slash suburbs in the mountains of LA County. So I live in oh, Santa yeah. Rita, which is 30 miles away from downtown LA, which is where, um, events go down like staple not staple center was it crypto like that's where the lakers arena is that's where uh the dodgers arena is like that's where all the big stuff is so i live yeah. three miles which is about 40 minutes on a good day from that but just dead yeah so like i'm not of course i'm not doing that every every um every, every week weekend. every weekend i don't really yeah. i don't really go nowhere on the week but on the weekend it's kind of like i just kind of do whatever spontaneously pops up in my head so if i'm like like tomorrow i'm I'm thinking about going to the dodgers game because it's baseball tickets are cheap it's only like 30 dollars to get in so i'm gonna go oh yeah i'll do it and then like i will say like p- talking to like people like ania because i didn't i literally only knew ania out here but talking to yeah. people like ania and figuring out like oh there's someone else here and then you see more and more people side note before i finish this thought i don't know what it is about <laughs> people but 
I'm seeing more and more FAMU people and Florida people move out to LA and California, and I don't know why. Bro, I have no idea. My job, a lot of the young guys that are at my job are from Florida. Like, nah, it's different from you because, you know, you're all in the West Coast, but I, I don't know what it is either. My job is mainly Florida people or FSU or FAMU graduates. No, FSU graduates. And then you got a bunch of them boys from Georgia Tech or Mercer. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy out here because I'm finding more and more FAMU people. And I'm just like, damn, I didn't know we had that many people out here. But, Hell yeah. But talking to like Ania, I'll, I'll, I don't – Ania really plugged know. in with the world, bro. You said what? Ania plugged in with the world. She really is. She really is. Her, <laughs> name, her, her name got weight. Yeah. She know that shit. I tell her that shit all the time. She know her name got weight. Yeah, yeah. But like talking to her um, – She'll she'll t- she'll tap me in with like something that's going on. Like she got me involved with like uh LA Nesby, which mm-hmm. isn't a bad thing. I just again, I don't know. I just don't feel like going my way and I should probably change that, but I just don't feel like going my way to do like uh what is it's it? It's hard. Uh what what what's it called? Community service or like volunteering and stuff. I just don't I don't be yeah. feeling like doing that on the weekend because it's like you I work, work all the time. You work you work over 40 hours work. a week. Yeah, I already yeah. work 10 hours a week or 10 hours a day, 40 hours a week. So I'm like, I'm trying chill. to chill. Yeah, I'm trying to chill, but I kind of want to, I feel like I should use that to my advantage. It's just, it's kind of hard because you just don't want to, yeah, like I said, you just don't want to, you, you just want to enjoy your time. But she got me tapped in with like LA Nesby and that was cool because like you kind of see some things that you probably wouldn't have seen before. It's better, to yeah. be honest, it's better to have the option to deny things than be yeah, like, damn, I'm looking, for something. I'm looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for someone. I'm looking for a thing to do. But yeah, that whole the whole friends thing is definitely true. I don't know. I think people. It's funny because everyone at this age is looking for people, but yet hell yeah, you can't. You just can't find that next person. But you know, people are weird nowadays. You know, we social media is definitely a thing. You, you see, got everybody talking about hypnotized, man. Yeah, you, you talking about you want a friend, and then like like I can I can have a female coworker and be like, yeah, I'm looking for a friend in person and then i'm going on twitter talking about yeah this 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 female coworker of mine bro she's bad as fuck bro i think she's into me so like you know yeah misconstrued yeah so like going back to what you said about the um like the city thing i'm in the same situation so i live in warner robins georgia i'll put it like this if you take this the the air air force base away from here you scrap the whole city you have literally the air force the the military base right here and i i might be a little bit wrong on the statistic but it employs about 70% of either Warner Robins or Central Georgia. I would like to, I would like to say it's Central Georgia. So if you're if 70% of the jobs that are in Central Georgia belongs to the base, that is absolutely insane. And my coworkers used to tell me like, you either work at the base or you work at Geico in, in, in Macon, Georgia, which is 30 minutes away. There's no in between, or obviously like a little job, like, you know, a little Wendy's, Publix's and whatever like that. Those are the two jobs nine times out of ten people are going to have out here. And for me, like, um, if I want to go out, because, I, you know, I don't mind going out to the club or going out for a drink and all that. There's small little bars here, but Mercer University is in um, Macon, Georgia, which is 30 minutes away. And granted, those are young kids, and there's, granted, there's a good mix of young kids and, and older people out there. It's a nice, it's, it's, just, it's a downtown Macon, downtown area. But again, who's gonna drink and then drive thirty? Who's gonna drive thirty minutes <laughs> yeah. out drink and then you still got to take that thirty minute drive back at one o'clock in the morning or whatever time you're coming back? That's dead. Yeah. 
like I got to be realistic. You know, you, you want to have fun. You don't want to have to have fun and, you know, have to kind of gauge and get a vibe for damn. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I got to sit this. I got to sit. I got to sweep this off, whatever, whatever. I didn't have my little one. I had my one little racist slash, you know, police scare out here already. First couple of weeks of being out here. I I'm after that, I was already, I didn't go back to making for weeks, months mm-hmm. after yeah. that. Yeah. So after you had that one little nighttime scare, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm already good. And I already have trouble seeing it at night. So I stay my ass in the house. I, well, I've gotten into doing a lot of things by myself. Like I've, I, you, you've seen it. Like I've gone to basketball games by myself. Yeah. I've gone to a couple of things by myself. But the one thing you cannot do, especially during like the downtown area, is be dolo. You cannot be Hell no. thinking you can walk around and not get caught. No. These niggas are out here. They will catch you. I, I mean, I literally got here and I, I, tried to, I was trying to find like a page like uh, what's happening in Tallahassee. You know, a page yeah. that just be kind of like showing random stuff that be Plays. around the city. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm coming across this page. People are getting robbed in broad daylight walking back from brunch, walking to their damn yes, car. Sir. I, I, yes, sir. I'm like, bro, I'm not doing that. I'm not dealing with that. But I try, I try not to let that scare me. I'm trying not to, you know, let that dictate if I have Spooky. fun. So I'm like, uh, so like for me, I'll tell you like this: Atlanta's an hour and a half from me, right? You already know the block is hot in Atlanta. I ain't even talking about the the more recent stuff. Yeah. Like you can't go to Atlanta and you go to Atlantic Mall to go to the mall. You go to the mall, they got dogs, they got AKs, you got pistols, you got all types of stuff in the mall. Just to go to the mall, I'm trying to go to H and M. Metal detectors in the mall and shit. Yeah. People getting their cars broken into, whatever. Making Georgia, that tell you that whole little racist scare night, whatever. Me and my homeboy. You know, it's late night. I tend to wear a black shirt, black jeans going out at night. I don't know what it is, but that's just my out night, the out late night fit. So I got a solid black t-shirt on. Me and my homeboy, we walk into the club. We got the same fit. We got pretty much the same fit on. And we try to walk into this bar and the lady goes, oh, we can't let you in. What you mean? No solid color t-shirts. Nigga, I said, excuse me? What the fuck do you mean? And at this, you know, for me, I'm thinking, man, man this bitch, she's being racist, like. You mean you gonna tell me I can't walk in with a solid color T-shirt? Come to find out, they got a lot of gang activity out there. Yeah. So no, we're not gonna let you in with a solid color T-shirt. I don't know this shit. Like you know, Florida. You know, I go to, I go to Top Flight. I go to the, I go to the recess. I go to whatever other club. You know, this is I'm in whatever. Yeah. But you got gang activity out there that to the point you can't wear certain colors. That shit's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That shit make you want to stay in the house. Yeah, I mean, you could you could say the same thing, you know, out here. But honestly, you could. I mean, a, a gang member, Crip Blood, they'll try you just because they, you know, you and they, you around they blood. They see you walking. Don't walk in no alleys, thinking, oh, I'm just Hell gonna pick no. a little quick, quick little side street to to my mm-hmm. location, and not think somebody gonna check you because they'll check you. A cripple come around the corner and check you for being in their alley. You know, right from here, cuz, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. You need to, you need to, you need to know where you at next time. Next time I find you around here, they they be talking reckless. They be they be reckless. On a t-shirt, bro. Care. They don't even care if you're wearing red or blue. If you in their area, if you walking around looking suspicious, they just gonna they just gonna pop off. They don't care. So, like for me, I try to be, I try to be smart about my decisions. So I go to a lot of um, I guess you could say I sightsee around the whole like parts of LA. So I've gone, I've gone from Pasadena to Orange County, Anaheim. I've gone to Disney World to the fucking Grove. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot, but at the same time, I haven't seen enough. 
So every <laughs> time I try to go do something, I'm trying to I'm trying to have the mindset of okay, you know, see what they got over here, see what you can do. Yeah. But the problem with LA is the parking is horrible, so you're most likely going to have to walk a lot, or you're going to have to park and walk somewhere to your destination. And the walking is what gets you caught up because if I let's say I go down downtown and I want to go to the game, for instance, and I'm like, damn, parking's crazy. Let me park mm-hmm. over here. It may be daylight when I go into the fucking arena. When I walk out, it's gonna be nighttime. Pitch black. And there's there's hooligans screaming <laughs> around the corner. They waiting for you. Like yeah, waiting for you to fuck up. Look at him. Look at him. He's going back to his car. That's all I need to see. I went and got gas after a basketball game, and I'm like, yo, they are scheming out here. It was like six dudes. I didn't know if they was trying to just ask for money because homeless, you know, homeless thing is real out here. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's it's actually so crazy. They actually promote it to some people. But I didn't know if these mm-hmm. dudes were homeless or if they was just trying to get me to, you know, take a step a certain way just so they can pull that piss out and knock me across my black ass head. So <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got to I got to hurry to get these gas and get out. And <laughs> come yeah, to find nah, out, bro. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like two blocks away from Compton. So I'm like, yo, I, yo. I definitely, I definitely need to fuck out of here. <laughs> but... <laughs> But no, like I, I completely understand because um really you just can't trust nobody. Like you want to trust somebody, but you just can't. And then like you trying to have a good time by yourself, you're not who who's who's driving 30 miles or 30 minutes partially tipsy. That's just that's, that's just Hell not happening. No. I'm not I'm not making that I'm not taking that risk. And I've I've always been like the person that's like I'd rather do something with somebody else in a case of emergency. But like me being out here by myself, naturally, like because I first came out here by myself, I've got I've had to realize like, Nick, you don't have an option. Like you can either sit in the house all day and you know drive yourself mentally insane, or go out, find something to do, and just be used to being by yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 hard. Cause I use this example all the time, right? I told you my 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 homeboys that I met at work, they we're in different stages of life. One's got a wife and a kid. One's got a, a, a fiance and a, and a kid on the way. The other one, he's um, he's got his own thing going on. If I want to call somebody right now and say, "Hey, let's go to the club," it's not going to work. Oh, like, yeah, it's, it's only going to be me that's going to be able to go. Like it's it's because they got responsibilities. You know what I mean? We're in different ways. It's different stages of our life. Now, granted, it's not that it's not that far of a different, but that's just an example. You know what I mean? Where I don't have, I can literally just get up and go somewhere where other people can't do. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. hard. Kids, if you're hearing this, adulting is hard. It really, it really Ghetto, challenging. It's just you won't really understand until you get to that position and realize all the things that was easy to you, it was easy access for you in college. It's not like that. Even if you're in a college city, it may not be like that unless you're willing to tap in with some random ass people at random ass times and just going with the flow at any time. Mm-hmm. If you're don't if take you're, it for granted. Yeah, like if you're actually trying to better yourself or be something in life is not going to be easy. You are not going to be able to just wake up and be like, damn, where are we hitting the club tonight, boys? Like, it's, it's not like that. Nope. Shit, not like that no more. No. That, those, that's, I would honestly say that was some of the best years because, like, in college, you know, you, you want to get up and go. Man, freshman year, I was on, I was on go. You could have – if I was in the bed at 10 o'clock at night and you hit me up at 10.30 – Hey, we going to X, Y, and Z. You want to go? I look at my watch. Damn, nigga, did you eat something? 
All right, let me grab these chips or let me fix this ramen. Hey, give me 20 minutes. I'll be ready. I'll meet you. Whatever, whatever. And we're going. That shit is not happening no more, bro. Yeah. You got into that, you get to that age where you get up. If 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 the plan is already made, then you go. And sometimes you might want to fucking flake because you don't even want to get out the house. Yeah. Or either that, <laughs> or it's like no, you don't have nobody to go with, or niggas that hit you too late. Cause again, you're working. Nigga, you just you don't have the same energy or like time like you used to. I got off of work, I don't want to do nothing. Like I barely want to cook dinner. Bro, I'm saying I you know I completely understand. I used to hate how my mom would come home and it would take her an hour just to answer a question. Nigga, I understand I it now. Understand. <laughs> I completely understand. I, I never thought I would be it. so tired from sitting down. I don't I might like I'll have days where I won't even really get up like that and I get home and I feel like I fucking ran a marathon. It's mentally draining. That's what it is. It's just yeah. mentally draining and exhausting. Yeah. I don't even be trying to talk to people, man. I get up in the office. I be minding my business. I try to I try to make minimum conversation. Minimum conversation. I don't try to talk to nobody if I don't got to. And if I do talk yeah. to them, I try to say the minimum unless I'm actually cool with them. And there's like a few, like maybe three or four people I'm actually cool with. But other than that, I say the minimum. And I get home like, damn, bro. They had me talking all day. <laughs> it's like that. Because like, right, like I said, we'll be at work and, we'll, you know, I come to work, got my headphone in, whatever, doing my job, whatever. Somebody comes to my desk, all right, you know, whatever, we'll have this conversation. Then my homeboys will come over and we'll, you know, we chopping it up about the games that just happened, whatever, whatever, whatever. Man, I'll put my phone on, put my headphone back in. I don't want to talk no more. Then, yeah. okay, they say something, they say something directed towards me. I take my headphone out, I start paying attention again. Then I go back. I start going back to doing what I'm doing. Like, I mean, feel like I'm drained. I'm tired of talking. Then there's sometimes I will be home. I'm like, damn, I want to hang out with somebody. I want to talk. But at the same time, I don't. Nigga, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. weird. I've, I've never felt like this before. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I saw David. He said something on Twitter. And shout out to David. You need to be on the podcast. He said um, this is the first time he's realized he's never lived by himself all his life. I saw that. I saw him tweet that. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, like, I feel like everyone needs, everyone deserves that, that peace because either. Yeah. I feel like you'll go mad constantly having to be in front of someone or you'll just never mm-hmm. be able to find yourself. Cause like, even though, even though it is low key lonely, you know, I'm, 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 I'm what I'm three hours away from the East coast, you know, Janai, my girlfriend, she's, she's on the um, East coast. We're three hours apart. So, I mean, we talk when we can, but other than that, I'm by myself. I got Jojo. Yeah. He helps my dog, but yeah, it's, it's like, there's times where you're like, man, I'm lonely. Like I just, I just want someone in front of me. And yeah. then there's times where it's just like, thank God I have my place to myself. Because if I want to, I can walk around here doing whatever the hell I want to. I can have all the lights on, butt naked, yep. while the water running. Yup. Can't nobody tell you about it either. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, you know, back in the day, you know, I used to not care about if I was at my house or at somebody else's house. Nigga, now I'm at my house. I got a fucking 65-inch TV and a fucking sound system. I don't give a fuck about being nowhere else but my damn house. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I want to be at my thing, house. Was the first thing that you bought, was it the TV? Uh, For the apartment? Yeah, like the first big uh, big purchase that you got, was that the TV? Shit, if we keep considering purchases, my damn furniture for my bedroom. I had got a, my, my bedroom set on a Rooms to Go Labor Day sale. But I think the TV and my P5 was like a my graduation gift to myself. I guess you could say it. Yeah, so okay. yeah, graduation gift, man. I don't even. 
Did I even get myself? I mean, I, mean, I guess I, I got it. Only, only reason I got it was a graduate call of the graduation get quote unquote because my job they had gave me a signing bonus. So I used that signing bonus to get like kind of furniture and whatnot. So like what I got a couch like for 500 from some guy on Facebook Marketplace. I, I got my my fur, my bedroom furniture um from room to go on a Labor Day sale. So I think that was like probably two bands. Everything else, like I had my kitchen stuff from some like from my apartment in Tallahassee. Like I, I if we're being honest, I'm trying to remember always like kind of remember where the fucking money went. I have no idea. Yeah, that's great, bro. But, that's I'm I'm glad you said that because I sat there because you in college, you blow money like it ain't shit. We we put like, money like I'm a drug dealer. I got bro, I got here. <laughs> And I'm I'm calculating all my money. I see the money I'm getting, and I kid you not, I look around I and I'm like, I didn't even buy anything. I would I was Maybe like I would, be, I would be understanding <laughs> I would be understanding if I bought fucking shoes like I usually do. But I didn't buy yeah. that one shoe for like three months, and I'm like I'm broke. I don't know where my money is gone. I've bought in the TV and maybe some like kitchenware stuff, and that was it. Yeah. And I was like, bro, why? Where is my money going? Why am I broke right now? And then, bro, like, and then I'm, I'm like trying to be uh, cheap. I'm trying, I'm trying not to it's buy nothing. And it's still yeah. hard. Everything costs. It's me. hard. And that's like, it's hard because like, like I'm a, a perfect example right now. I'm looking in my living room. I have a couch that's 500. I'll say the TV was about five, six. The P5 was about five. That's literally the main purchases I made. And my bedroom set was, well, we'll say 18, two bands, whatever. That's uh, five, two bands, 25 plus a thousand. That's 3,500. What the fuck is the other? I think it was 15%. So it was about like $9,000 after tax. Where's the other six? I can't tell you. Yeah. And I'm literally looking around the house. I can't tell you. I have no idea where it is. And I'm the guy, I don't buy clothes. I don't buy shoes. I don't buy shit. And that's my problem. That's why it was important for me to buy the TV and buy the P5 so I can kind of treat myself because I don't usually do that. So when I look at that, I'm like, damn, where, what are you doing? What the fuck are you, where, where's your bread going? And it's not like I eat out either. Like I eat out probably, I eat tacos on Tuesdays and I might go out for lunch. Tacos on Tuesdays. Hey, chill out, tighten up. <laughs> I might go to, I go to tacos on Tuesdays and I might go buy dinner or lunch on Saturday or Sunday, sometime during the week. Aside from that, I'm cooking. I, I've gotten to the point where I'll make a budget of, you know, I'll spend like probably $60 for the whole week. And that's my my break my, my that's my lunch and dinner Monday through Friday, like and I so I'm pretty conservative with my money, but it's like where's it going? I can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been like that for a while. Yeah, and you see, I'm living in California, so everything costs twice as much out here. Like I, tr- I, I truly, I truly pay, I think more weekly on gas than I do for groceries because I try to I try to like keep it a minimum on groceries and say okay. Like I can get my rice, I can get my potatoes. I can get stuff that can kind of last me more yeah. than a week. And then on the weekly basis, I'll go and get like salmon or chicken or whatever, just in case I cook all that in a week. And I I yeah. probably spend more on gas weekly than I do on food. See, and that's that's one of the things I will be happy about. I don't like the city I'm in, but for here, I would get gas probably tw- every other week. Every two weeks I would get gas. And I wouldn't have no problem. I, I would literally be perfectly fine. And even then, I can kind of stretch it. Because my job is 10 minutes away from here, a straight shot. I can literally turn out of my complex, make a right make a right turn. I'm at my job. Just keep going straight. 
I don't have to drive far. The, everything in the city, I thought driving around Tallahassee was bad. It's, I mean, it was, was great because it was close compared to Miami. Here, everything is if, – if you're going 15 minutes, you've gone from one end of the city to the other end of the city. You know what I mean? Yeah. The max I have to drive if I'm going to Macon, which is 30 minutes away. And there's, there's not really a big reason for me to go to Macon, Georgia, aside from going out. And that's what, like, the Sands Club is. Yeah. I, so. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, I, like I said, I guess it's just all about the whole adulting thing and saving money, all that. It's bullshit. It's a scam. That, that is it's a, a scam, scam, bro. I don't, I don't believe it's a in scam. this. I don't know how the fuck our parents were able to buy houses because at this point I'll never be able to buy. Hey, but that's a whole other conversation, bro. I, I'm not, that buying a house is not even on my, on my mind, my itinerary, or none of that. That's it's, literally, it's that's so literally the only thing that's keeping me motivated to save money. Because again, I keep, I'm not even trying to spend money. Like it's like, okay, I gotta get gas for work. I gotta spend that money, and I spend it. Yep. I sp- like I spend that type of money, and I'm thinking, at this point. I'm not going to have any money saved because there's like, there's no way my money will be like, there's no way I'm not going to be having to spend money on something. Like my money is constantly going somewhere. And sometimes it's not even like on my doing it's literally because it has to be done or I'm going to get fucked over. Yeah. At this point, I just, I, I try to motivate myself and say, just save an extra $10, save extra hundred dollars. It can go towards you buying a house, whatever. But at this point that might take me another 10 years just to be able to put in an yeah. offer for a house. And then buying a house, the way the market's going is insane. It's, I'm not even, that's not even on my mind right now. I, I about to say, that's, that's, housing market and all that, that's for another day. Cause I, 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 can't, I can't even touch on oh, another stress it is out here, man. I already know y'all shit where I'm in. Imagine, imagine Miami, where I'm from, just for that shit to be underwater in a couple years. Hey, they, uh, said, they said Florida's not the most expensive state now. Yeah, I heard. And for me, for me being from Miami, I love being by the water and all that shit. And if I could go back to Miami right now, I would. But could I live there right now with how expensive it is? Fuck no. Shout out to Joe Biden, man. Yeah, shout out to Joey Boy, man. Gas over here is 387. I already know you're going through hell. But 387 is expensive here. I'm paying damn near $6. Why? When I tell you, I would off myself. I would off myself. Who are you kidding? I, bro, I've already contemplated. I've already contemplated either stealing someone's electrical car or just trading mine in. And I don't have to pay a bill for mine. Well, I, I want to get trade you a little hybrid, man. Electrical. I say do it. I'm I'm all favor that shit. Get you a hybrid, get you some. Because you said when you got that big ass truck, I was I already knew what time of day it. I was like, yeah, bro, you're gonna hate yourself. I, had, I have to pay for a carnal if I get a new car, but that damn truck. Eats gas like it's fucking butter. It, it, it's eating gas like a damn car note, so you might as well get a car note, nigga. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I want to. I man, Lord knows I want to. I'll trade that bitch in and I'll give it, I'll get electrical V. I'll get a Tesla right now. Lord knows. I'll get a I'll get electrical. That Hummer hasn't came out yet, but I'll get that EV Hummer tomorrow. I'll, get, I'll be on the wait list for that bitch. But no, nah, I've I've, I've I've contemplated it's just it's 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 so fucking expensive. Everything like the everything costs money. Right. Like it's all about time. And to be honest, hell yeah. Listen, I got it. When I got into my accident, I was sick. I was in the instant of that nigga hitting me and me getting out of the car. I was able to realize that he fucked my bread up. Like that car I was driving, 2011 Kia Forte, paid off. And my parents were paying the car insurance because it was still registered to Miami. 
Mm-hmm. Now the accident happens, I have to buy I have to buy a car, I have a four hundred dollar car payment, and I have to pay for my own insurance because I have to register the car for a year. So like I'm not having fun right now, bro. Yeah, that's not <laughs> painful. I'm not gonna lie. But again, I'm not having a good time. that's the whole fucking adulthood built yes, sir. Out of nowhere. Yes, sir. But all right, man. I appreciate you getting on the show. I appreciate you doing this for me today. Had a good time. I ain't had nothing better to do. Heat one, so we up. Hashtag Heat Nation. Man, Heat Nation, man. Whoever y'all meet, y'all gonna lose too. But Heat Nation. And when we dog them boys out, I don't want to hear nothing. All right. We'll be back on the podcast to talk straight cash money shit. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do another episode. Hopefully, in the uh, in the coming times, we'll we'll update the people on your mood on the heat because I'm sure they'll be in a great position of failure. See that? That's all right. Who, 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 what team do you support? Them poor ass boys in uh, Portland. Yeah, it's funny. Them poor ass boys in Portland. Don't let them the man fool you, y'all. I, I said, no, I, don't do that. I have made it uh-uh. clear because of Damian. This is Lillard. a Portland Trailblazer, man. It's a Portland Trailblazer, man. That that Kia, that not that Kia Optima. That uh, that little Nissan Altima had that Portland. Uh, it was red. It had a little Portland tag and shit on there. Don't do that. That's your team. That's gang them. No, rep them boys hard. Nah, rep them boys hard. That's the wrong car, bro. I think that was my my brother's car you were talking about. Nah, that was yours, bro. Rep them boys hard. All right, man. We'll have we'll have you back another day. I appreciate you. (laughs) That will do it for episode two of just another pod. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review, comment, like, and I will catch you on the next episode.